Welcome to the No Look Pass, a basketball podcast presented live in stereo by Street Dreams Radio. Broadcasting from the Mecca of Basketball, New York City, with your hosts, More Soup Please, Mike Nasty, Rennie, and AP the Angel. Welcome to the No Look Pass, a podcast about basketball culture brought to you by Street Dreams Radio. I go by the name More Soup Please. I got. It's AP the Angel here. Soup won't see me in ball any day of the week. Your bum ass. I and I got right here. What's going on, y'all? I'm Rennie Santelises. I'm from the Bronx. Respect me. Talk to me nice or don't talk to me twice. Shit, boy, Mike Nasty checking in. Memphis Finest, you know how we rocking. Hey, hey, guys, guys, what's going on, crew? What's yeah. going on? First of all, let's just let me address the allegations. <laughs> I will sweep this nigga in the seven-game series. <laughs> we can play one relax. game a day for the next week <laughs> just so it isn't, oh, I, I was off this day. And what now? You have time to recoup that L and strategize. I will wash you. Stop no, playing with me. No, I work out. You losing four to two. Stop playing with we gonna me. We're going to see. We'll see. We're going to keep y'all updated. We'll keep you updated. Stop playing with me. I work out now, B. It's so, a dub. You had a chance when I was chilling. I'm like, yeah, I play ball. Nah, I work out now. So bro. AP said so, he go watch Soup. Soup said he go watch AP on a one-on-one basketball game. I'm trying to see this. Uh, Get ready, man. We're going we gonna to set up the cash AP going to play this Doc Martens. I don't know how that's going to go. You might break your ankle. <laughs> But then you know, uh, <laughs> Will Chamberlain was playing in low top Converse, so let's yeah, see. Nigga, so <laughs> you ain't Will, so <laughs> you ain't Will. Yeah. How y'all feeling this week, man? How y'all feeling? Uh, I'm chilling. I just had some back surgery real quick, so uh, I'm a little pain over that. But I'm on the perkies, you know. Those is really hey, helping me. Out. Hey, but I need perkies, the perkies, opioids. <laughs> My guy, Rennie, a mumble rapper. You had to wow. cut that out. <laughs> perkies. So. We got the bubble, yeah. you know, we, we, we see how it's changed the quality of basketball and the different intricacies, you know, affect things. What would you keep from the bubble this season and bring it over if we have a, a regular season next season? So if I if I had to start off, I know the playoff play in games for the playoffs is something I would want to keep. I feel like one like for Phoenix to go eight and zero. And then not be able to play in. They should have been able to play in on the East. Just the fact that niggas are getting swept on the East. <laughs> Brooms is out. <laughs> whistling and all. So uh, what's some things that you guys would keep from the bubble season and bring it over to the next season? I think the playoffs should be in a bubble every year. Or like in like a certain city where it's like you're not doing too much traveling. Like every It's like a, a World Cup type shit. Like I think the games would be more intense. Maybe you could still have fans and shit, but I think it should be in a, a set Location. I wouldn't keep the bubble. They gonna have to go back to making money. I do. They gonna have to have people. It, as many people they can have in the arena. They gonna have to have them in there. Like because the bubble's not yeah. good for a season. You need yeah. uh, you need that you need that guap, man. Yeah. You got all those players there. Like they gonna like being in the same spot the whole season, bro. Like nigga, yeah. that's that's a. That's like I'm going to school or a, a real life job. I, I don't even get to go back that's, home because the TV revenue. You know that's uh that's profitable. Yeah. Like, can I leave the bubble if they have, like, this type of bubble thing? Like, no, I'm not doing that for a whole year, bro. I'm LeBron James, nigga. I got to make LeBron some money on the outside. James. LeBron James. LeBron James. But, you know, James. Yeah, any fans, you need the sponsors. All of that comes with uh in the regular season with TV and all that. You need that. Maybe some virtual fans on the billboard every now and then. That That's would be cool. kind of cool That's to bring. Cute. But, like, yeah, I think this is a wrap for the bubble. What about you, Mike? Um, I feel like they should, you know, have, like, a little series, kind of how they do in baseball. You know, you could, let's say Memphis comes and plays in New York. They can play Brooklyn or like some back-to-back or every other night type situation. Then go play the Knicks. Um, 
less travel, less stress. They can rest more. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might have the family come out and they could go sightsee, whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it'd be good for the the mental and physical of the, the players. And then good for TV, though. So with the quality of basketball now, you know, seeming higher because of the bubble, you know, with if the bubble is eliminated, how do they sustain this? You know, how do they keep this play, level of play, at such a high level next year? Does it go down? Do you think a lot of bubble stars that we've seen emerge are going to be consistent and still be those same bubble stars if, you know, we're on a regular schedule, things go back to normal? The only way I see the the level of play remaining high is if they get rid of conferences. Just take the top 16 teams in the league. That'd be tough. I feel like the turnover of bad teams getting, um, like, high draft picks would be – would be a lot uh, higher as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it can um, reshape the league. Yeah, like you might, you might end up, you might get the top three teams back to back. You know, switch up the lottery odds. I don't know, but I, I would personally want to see a higher level of basketball with just the best teams. I don't want to see the the last two or three teams in the East being subpar. You know what I'm saying? And you got think about it. If they had to did that in the bubble this year, the Suns would have been in. You know, so that's something to take into account. I hope I hope they do it. We'll see. All right. Well, next up, do they shorten the regular season? That's crazy because what, four in like four or five months, the season starts again? Yeah, I think yeah, they're gonna, they I think to- just for the the current time we're in, they're gonna have to shorten the season no matter what. But like in like future like talks, like eighty two games is kind of a really uh Good sweet spot, I think. Mm-hmm. Like forty games, forty one games. You got an all star game. Like it's not a forty one games. It's not a lot, bro. Mm-hmm. Things is gonna change after this, bro. Because look, we we starting four months again. Is it four months or five months or whatever? But anyway, they about to start again. So now you have these shortened games. Does that continue into the season after this? Because this is crazy, bro. You might see performance still be like at like a peak level because they're getting more rest because of less games. So then it's like, all right, do you consider like, well? This nigga LeBron James is putting up 50 a lot more because he's getting a lot more rest. So, like, maybe we should, like, let them play less games because they give a better, like, experience to the fans, too, because you're playing a lot better. Right. Like, that's yeah. good for Kawhi, too, because that's, that's how Kawhi wants to play anyway. He wants to play like that. I mean, they could have, like, little, you know, if they wanted to, like a midseason kind of tournament where they do go to a, a bubble-type situation. They might go, like how college players, they go do the Hawaii March Madness tournaments. I feel like that would be hard. Like the NBA goes to Hawaii, and then they have like a whole. I feel like it could stim- stimulate the economy in certain like places. Winner automatically goes to the playoffs okay, type Mike. shit. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't even say you get just kind of like perks or bonuses. I just feel like it's a good, like like you said, it's a good rest for players to reset and be in one remote location, you know, and they could just, you know, mentally focus on the game. You know, there might be that. That's the the best test for it to see how these p- players play in this tournament over time. Yeah, That's the only could, way we can gauge it. You could include All-Star Weekend in that too, like at the end of the shit. So it's one thing. Like I feel like I feel like the the way that the league is set up with all these different thoughts being thrown around, I feel like the league is going to end up at some point turning into more AU or a college format. There's going to be different tournaments set up that's going to hold a certain prize. Like, of course, we have the NBA with the NBA championship, but like this midseason bubble could be to get a top beat, top three pick just automatically, and any team can sit here and enter. Like, yeah. then you have a bubble team like all right, Phoenix going in there cooking everybody, and now they're getting a number one pick. 
although they may not make the playoffs, you know. There needs to be more incentive in all ways to can teams control. It's crazy. This bubble, this might change this everything, talent, man. It's a very talent-driven league now. I mean, they could just do it like how they do the NFL draft. Just straight up the worst and get the best pickings. You might do that, too. That's you how know, NFL teams are, are Yeah, I feel to... like it should be that for sure. But I feel like like something like a midseason tournament, because of the way basketball is set up, we can play 82 games. Oh, I like the tournament. And we need a little little something in between. And, you know, just so we, like just like we have the break for All-Star Weekend, there needs to be something incentive-driven, you know? Like, the mm. bubble has been great. Imagine <laughs> if the bubble was for the number one pick or a top three pick in any team who went undefeated. You just get that. But oh, even, the Suns will have that, you know? Even All-Star Weekend might change, though, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That All-Star Weekend might be different. Are they going to let all those people into the building like that? It I might be no a shortage idea. of a crowd. You don't know how... I don't know how this is going to work next year. Is the crowd going to be the same? I don't know. The NFL seems like they don't care. NFL yeah. don't give a shit, bro. It don't matter. That that mm-hmm. midseason tournament going to go off. It's going to be, like, next-level wow. basketball because, like, you're going to, like, have five prizes, mm-hmm. nigga, and it's going to be... Our, Let's even make it an even number, like six teams, top six, mm-hmm. you get a prize. So, like, number one, like, number one pick, like, niggas is going to be balling, nigga. Like, yo, y'all better go out there and play. You want this motherfucking player? Like, yo, this yeah. is your chance to get it, nigga. Like, Sheesh. You get it, win a million dollars. Ooh. Make it spicy. Yo, Mike so got some hot takes, man. I'm fucking with that. We think it way too far ahead. Like, I don't even, are they even going to do an all-star game next year, well, too? Like, I don't know. They got to hire me for these ideas, man. Well, you know, until they <laughs> sign Mike on these ideas, we're yeah. going to keep him on the wraps. All right, guys. Uh, Black Lives Matter and social activism in the NBA. You know, the NBA has been a vehicle of change in regards to just internally. You're seeing a lot of change. We we see a lot of leagues starting to follow behind, not as much or as a. Uh, you can even say like it, other leagues may look performative compared to trying to keep up with the NBA. You know, what do you guys think? You know, the NFL started last night. And what's your guys' uh, opinions on the NFL? You know, do we stop watching? Who's suffering if we stop watching? Who's really to blame, you know, if we were to boycott? I feel like we should support the NFL. It's a it's a black-dominated league. I mean, what would we look like not supporting um, our black athletes that play in the NFL? You know, it's it's a little harder to manage the NFL, each team with having 50-something players, and it's a lot more... Caucasian players than the NBA, but I feel like we should treat them um, equally. Like we we support and love the NBA players. Like you know, of course, their owners and their league structure is a little bit different. But who are we to abandon them? I know things aren't as good, but the NFL is starting to make strides. I know they treated Kaepernick wrong in certain instances, but you know, there always takes it takes a martyr to develop change across the board, and now we're seeing that. And, you know, Kaepernick, it sucks that he had to be that martyr. But at the same time, he did get a big-ass settlement, millions of dollars from the the NFL, which I believe is a reason he doesn't have a job and they're not calling him. You know, you take the settlement that kind of goes against, the you know, the boycotting and the, you know, kneeling and stuff like that. But that just that alone, what you just said, shows how, like, shitty of the league the NFL is like the NBA has always been like supportive like like Steve just pulled up the Kobe Bryant picture with the I Can't Breathe shirt like they've always been like supportive of like um what their players are doing but the NFL is like all right we treated Cap like 
very miserable for these many years and like here take this money and shut up like don't come back to the league and then you have the first game and the people are booing them when they're locking arms it's like bro like all right money won't stop like the main issue like you can keep trying to hush people and like settle shit up but it's like you still have racist fans because you you allow in your league to stand for that i understand i want to i want we got we're breaking this down by by topic on this overall conversation are we boycotting the nfl no no, no, I can't. I, I, I can't boycott it. It's mm-hmm. a black. It's a. I'm not saying it's a black league, but majority of players in the league are black. So like, so what do we look the, like? Why didn't the black players stand up for cap? They did, but it. You got to think about it. It's only so much you can do. This is your livelihood. Ain't nobody on Cap's team said shit, man. Look what Kenny Stills did. The uh, the wide receiver. He started kneeling and speaking out, and and in turn, he had to go to an entirely different team. You but know look what, what I'm Drew Brees said. And he meant every word that he said. But think about and it. They made him apologize. He didn't want to apologize. Drew Brees meant everything that he said, bro. I'm not denying that, but look at the league. That league, their stars are white quarterbacks. They're not LeBron James, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. Okay. It's always been Joe Namath, um, Tom Brady, Troy Aikman, players like that. So, like, you have to look at the league okay. and the demographic. So speaking of, speaking we'll, of, speaking we'll, boycott, of we'll boycott the white quarterback games, only watching a, a game with not, a black quarterback. Think happen. about it. But that's not going to happen because, look, remember when the Steelers, this is when I stopped watching the NFL. The Steelers and the Browns, they had a fight. I think uh, Mason Rudolph said oh, yeah. something racist against um, Joby. Joby attacked them or whatever. They was having a fight. They didn't suspend Mason Rudolph, but they suspended Joby. And they suspended uh, two other players. I forgot their names. Right, but who is? We can't hear what's going on, but you can see a black player hitting them with a helmet. I know that saying that is wrong, but they can only go off of what they see. But at the same time, look at the time we're living in. Patrick Mahomes is a black quarterback, just won the Super Bowl. He owns part of the Kansas City Royals. This is a big time big for money. change. We got Russell Wilson. We got all these. We got Deshaun Watson, the second highest paid, the two highest paid quarterbacks in Lamar the league Jackson. are black. I guarantee if you, go under they, if you go under the IG comments, you'll see a different thing, man. I understand, but this this is the blackest the NFL has ever been in history. Why would we not support it now? Would they? You think that they would suffer? They would be the ones yes, who suffer? Yes, they would suffer if black people us, didn't man. support. You so would, with that being said, who is really to blame here for the structure of the NFL? I mean, it's the owners, but at the at the end of the day, you can't you can't go work for somebody and complain about the job. Mm-hmm. You just don't take the job. Mm-hmm. You go be self made and do something else. So I look at it like that. Like it's give or take. You get paid millions of dollars. You could change your life. You could be rich and and put your family up in in mansions and stuff. But you got to sacrifice when it comes to social issues. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a give or take thing. But I'm willing to bet these players not about to give up their money and boycott with y'all. So y'all could boycott. They're gonna keep playing. So that's how I look at it. There you go, Pouncy, that's Pouncy, and Garrett. They suspended Pouncy, Garrett, and Ogden Joby, and yeah. Mason Rudolph didn't get nothing, man. It is what it Why? is because he's a white quarterback. We know that's bullshit, but you bro. know that. You know that. But that's Mason Rudolph. He's not even relevant right now. He doesn't even start on his team, guys. So <laughs> let, let's let's leave that there. Let's NFL is hella racist. Like, how Hell you gonna yeah, come bro. watch nigga number one? This nigga. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is next level human being 
athlete. You coming to watch him. He in support with his black brothers. You booing, but you cheering for the team. Like, you like, it don't make no sense to me. How you going to come disrespect these people who are about to put on a show for you? But this is the thing. The number one thing. The NFL is racist. When it comes to sports. Well, it's not them. It's their fans. The the top thing when it comes to sports (laughs) that, that, that a lot of white people love is tradition. The team was white before it was black. They're supporting mm, the team. True. They don't give a fuck about who's playing, and it's it's racist in it's racist NBA uh, fans as well. Facts, Westbrook Utah Jazz, almost getting in 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 fist fights with with fans and stuff like it's racist people across the board. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like we can't we can't l- treat the NBA different because the players have a little bit more leverage because it's a 15 man team and LeBron James is a, is almost probably at the end of his career will be a billion dollar man versus. Um, you look at a Lamar Jackson who quarterbacks they they might get 10 years in the league. They they might get hurt, you know what I'm saying? Like the turnover ratio is a lot higher than in, in, in football. LeBron's playing almost he's probably gonna play 20 something years in the league. The players are a lot valuable, so they're gonna be treated better because you're getting more off of your investment. Running backs in the NFL might last eight seasons, bro. They don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about nobody, bro. There's 17,000 people in the stands. They what don't the give fuck a fuck are y'all doing, bro? They don't give a fuck about NBA players. Bro, why is there so many fans in the stadium yesterday, bro? 17,000? That's a, that's a different it's conversation. Yeah. Steve, Steve, come on, Steve. Hello. Steve sweatpants. The whole thing is that NFL player, I think there's a big disconnect with the NFL and NBA because, I mean, I don't know. If this is the cause, but the fact that NFL players wear helmets and there's a big disconnect, they don't mm-hmm. see you don't see these players' faces. You know, they come out and show their faces in the beginning of the game, but when they're playing, like they have their helmets on. Right. The NBA, you see their faces, you see you see their expressions, you see them hurt, you see you know you really connect with them. So I think that you know you are right about the amount of players. I think they just you know there's just too many niggas on the field with the NFL. But at the same time, like you know, it is interesting to see the NFL do. They are doing the right thing, and that their fans have to figure out a way to accept it. I think the NFL fans is a very uh uh a demonstrative group of people to put it that to put it lightly, but at the same time, it is hypocritical to be, you know, booing somebody and then cheering them in the next game. You know, Patrick Mahomes is a light skin a light skinned dude with curly hair, you know, he won your first Super Bowl in your in your history. You could at least, you know what I'm saying, be with him. Not boo him. You know, at least the minimum. That's all I got. I never see nothing like that. Y'all won a championship and you booing? That might have been our second. It's uh, It's big fuck Kansas City ever since the fucking Royals fans didn't Mm -hmm. want the Cardinals fans help. But that's a whole other topic. Fuck Kansas City. Except, you know. (laughs) I like that. Let's talk. Let's talk about Cap, Cap, Cap. Colin Kaepernick, you know. Um, In 2016, you know, he went and... Had the moment of taking a knee during national anthem. Since then, he's been blackballed. He's been, uh, uh, I want to say, exiled from the league, and now has taken a settlement with the league. You know, what does this mean to you? What does this mean? You know, being an example for the youth and the future of sports. You know, as a black role model, as a black activist. You know, what does this mean to y'all? I mean, without seeing change, there there has to be sacrifice to see change, mm-hmm. you know. So it's unfortunate what happened to him, but look at all the martyrs in history in the civil rights movement. Dr. King was a sacrifice. Malcolm X was a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? It it just happens. But at the same time, my man's won a settlement, so he's doing fine. My man's has a Nike deal. <laughs> he's doing fine. 
Martin he's, he's Luther King with, didn't have uh, a Nike deal. <laughs> he's partnering with Disney, I believe, next or something like that. He just signed a Disney deal. Yeah, yeah he got a Disney deal. My he, guy's doing fine. He's so he's in the new Madden. So he's in the new Madden, right? I said 2K Madden. Yeah, I was like, he in 2K, damn. Yeah, Fuck so, Madden. <laughs> if, if you look at it, would you rather do what he's doing or be sitting on the field getting tackled and getting head injuries and concussions? Like all, I'm a symbol of peace, nigga. Like he's a businessman. He did it strategically and... Like I said, he he won his settlement. He's getting mad bread. Probably he'll probably make more bread for the rest of his life than he would ever made on some NFL contracts. You know what I'm so saying? What, what do you think that the, uh, his impact went for the the national anthem? Number one, yeah. word to Vince Staples: the national anthem don't even slap. Number one, mm. but I think his his <laughs> impact on the youth is crazy though. It's like yo, like this dude put in all this work to play football, and now he's like, you know what? Like this means more. And God, like, gave him his fucking graces because he did that. He's, like you said, he made more money than he would have been making for the 49ers or whoever the fuck. Yeah. That's the best martyr situation I've ever seen in my life. Chilling. I might, I probably can't even call him a martyr because I think uh, by definition they have to die. die or, you know what I'm saying? So if anything, his life has improved for the better, yeah. you know. But yeah, I seen Kaepernick stop a sneaker. I uh, think um, Nike was putting out. He got Air Force Ones and everything. Yeah, no, you know, he, they so. was putting out these Air Force Ones with like some American flag in the back. I forgot the name of that flag, and he stopped it. He he got his point. He he got his nah, point across. Said, nah, B. He was rewarded, and he got his point across. So I I don't I don't really feel bad for Kaepernick. You know, like the people that are butthurt, like oh, I want him to play. But at the end of the day, I feel like his purpose in life is bigger than playing football. And next up, will racist fans ever change? Nope. They not fans, they people. It's nope. just the NBA the NFL like doesn't like like I just said, they don't do a lot for like diversity training or any of this. Like, you know, like it's okay to like be black, like da da da. So like it's not even about the fans, it's about like who you are as a person. Like, will racist people never exist? Like, I ain't trying to go deep, but like mm-hmm. the it YouTube up. comments and the IG comments and Twitter. Comments or tell it all, man. With it's everything, changing, it, it takes time. I will, I will say it'll probably take fifty to seventy years it's never to gonna fully change, wash it out. Never, nah, it's not happening. I don't even bro. think niggas is playing football in fifty to seventy nah, years. But yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta be, you gotta be optimistic because look where we came from slavery into the civil rights era to now. It got bro, better. Race will never change. We talking about internal race. We talking about race in our in our own community. If that happens. Like people saying, oh, if, you know, the more mixed babies that happen, that happens, that's going to eliminate racism. No, because that's going to bring light skin versus dark skin. It's always going to be some type of racism there. It, it'll be no differences, but the number one factor to change racial issues is, is economics. Without economic power, you you have no leverage. Like, like imagine if black people, you see it in every, every major city. They have a little Korea, a little Italy, mm-hmm. um, a Chinatown. You know what I'm saying? There, you don't see little Africa's. You know what I'm saying? Like if 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 we put economic, you got a little Haiti, maybe. You know what I'm saying? In a few cities, but if if we changed our eco- economic status in our urban neighborhoods, we can start in, empowering our our school systems to to affect change and and be able to put more governors and um lawyers and, and judges in these positions to to affect change across the board. But where do That's we how start? Where it do... starts in the community with, with economics. It's hard, man. See, when you're coming out of a poor community, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you're coming from the hood. It's hard to do that because 
black people as us as black people, we just started getting money, bro. Like real shit, we probably just started getting money, like hard money, nineteen seventies, maybe the sixties. So, so what's the excuse but, now? Like they say, the black dollar touches. Yeah, we it stay. It, it doesn't even last long in our community. Bl- no, but the black dollar is the most powerful dollar because we is, buying up everything. But it bro. doesn't last. They say the Asian dollar lasts the longest. It touches about. I forgot. I can't remember if it was ten to twenty hands or something before it spin or something like that. It's, it's like we, we spend our money the fastest. So it's like I understand where we we come from. We do, but, but we have to like read books like Poweronomics by Dr. Clara Anderson. He teaches people yeah, but, how to uh, change the economics in their neighborhoods. But bro, at, at we, the same time, bro, like I don't mean to interrupt you. See, when most black people get money, we scared to put each other on because. Either, you know, where we from, you got money, you either somebody going to snake you or I get this money, you know, I don't want another black man to pass me. That's what be in most black people's heads, bro. Like, we being I, for I real. I agree. I agree. But, you know, sometimes you got to get out and then go, go we, back and invest in your We just started getting money. So I don't want to give my money away that I, I worked hard to earn. Now, I, I got this black man passing me. That's where the jealousy comes from in the hood. The same thing, man. I don't. So I don't that's know. the situation. What, what we, we got. We got to change within ourselves. That's not. That's not a white man issue. That's, that's not an Asian man. That's what I'm saying. That's our issue. So we got to affect change in ourselves. That's hard. You, you know ever seen saying? a black bodega? We don't got no black bodegas. Like, we we know about. Damn, that's now, crazy. I really ain't never seen, seen a black bodega. It's called now, swap meat. I only see <laughs> Africans <laughs> owning stuff. I only see Africans owning. No, stuff. No, I'm man. talking about a bodega. We got a store where we can buy our own shit. No, nah, but that's about what what black people want to do with their money. You know what I'm saying? We can't blame anybody else. Yes, we know about CoinTelPro. Yes, we know about redlining. We know about those things now. So now that we know about them, we can actually make a change and work around these situations. How but many if black not... souls you got in your community, bro? None. How many you got, uh, AP? <laughs> no, 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 one. But I, I feel like they Zero, African. zero, but I live in the East <laughs> Village. <laughs> I live in the Star, bro. There's a, there's a whole lot, lot of black commu- black businesses bro, around I think I got like he talking about bodegas and stuff. Bodegas, you oh. know you talking about. We're not talking about like uh I ain't never seen a black bodega anywhere. Yeah. Like a black, like a black ox. Ain't no black ox in the city, nigga. You might see a black restaurant what? here. You can just say like, the, the African shops. You know, that's the only thing close to it. Yeah. And we so much hatred in ourselves, bro. We might open up a bodega a bodega. Somebody might want to open one. But why he's scared to open it? Cause niggas is gonna run up in there and rob the whole place. Bro, but it's 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 ways like to to get around and stuff. Y'all yeah, niggas sounding like Donald Trump. <laughs> you go in a lit- nah. This is a bro. I'm <laughs> no, no, talking. No. I'm, this is a story, bro. But it's facts. But bro. it's ways around getting robbed and stuff. Like you go in a liquor store or you go in a Chinese restaurant. They sticking their hand through a window. You can't even with bull- the glass. Bull- yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we we might have to operate on that same time until the economic status is brought up in our neighborhoods. But we can't we can't think like, well, if I open this, somebody gonna rob me. We can't think like that. You I might be embraced. Right. But shout out Styles P. You know what I'm saying? Because he opened yeah. Jesus for life. He got three of them. There's one in Yonkers. But it shouldn't be a rapper. One in Brooklyn. There's one that far from here in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's, it's two in the. It's, I think it's two in the Bronx. But it shouldn't be a rapper coming back to the neighborhood. I'm talking about. Like like now, how you can go get these hundred thousand dollar loans, ten thousand dollar loans? People should be instead of buying minks and furs and all this stuff with these PPPs and all these loans we got right now, mm-hmm. we can actually invest in businesses while real estate and things like are are cheaper than they have been right. a long time. We are we are that. seeing change right now. And I know you got your little business thing. You I don't That's know if you want to. I don't know if you want to plug. And I want to invest in. back. 
Mikey T, Mikey T on the way, but you know, like at the same time, I wanna I wanna sure build that business up in the e-commerce world so I can go invest in real estate and different things. I could go back to Memphis. I could go back to Memphis. I could go back to the right, South. Right. I could go back to Atlanta and tap back in to into these neighborhoods. I I, I lived in, in in my life and 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 invest back into the community. But everybody don't have the same mindset as me. I'm a, I'm an anomaly in a sense right. now. And I'm not and what I said, like I wanna clear up what I said, like I'm not saying that we shouldn't open up our own stores. I'm just saying people are scared to. Are these just conversations that I've You're heard right. from people? They're scared to do that because this is what this is knowledgeable of what usually what happens. And fear is the number one thing that holds people back from doing and anything. That's a fact. That nigga took that shit right out of my head. That's why my dad say that shit right now. Why are you being scared for? You scared of success? They scared. They scared of success. They scared of success. You know, right. they so scared of people in their own community. I'm if you scared, scared about somebody that, robbing you, put a Glock behind the counter. Like, come up in here. You go. You will get shot. You can't live. You can't. Don't live come in here trying to fuck with my money. I wish a nigga would. But then that, now that goes to killing each other. You see what I'm saying? Right. But you can't live in fear. You have yeah. to. It's it's all about it's about the law of attraction. What you put out in the universe is what you get back. If you think you, you're gonna get robbed, you will get robbed. That's what I'm saying. Don't think about getting robbed. So put out positive uh, energy. Like, like you can't project negative things. Like if right. I say I'm gonna start open a bodega, like I want to open a tea shop once my e-commerce tea business that, running bro. and put it. In 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 a black neighborhood, in Best style you see right. what I'm saying? Like I want to do that and take so one I back to your hometown, right? But I, I can't sit there and be like, "Damn, motherfuckers might rob me." Damn, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Like, now, I'm not thinking that, but that's the conversations that I've had. had. And, and be that as it may, they might try to. That's why you have to hire security and do different things. Right? You know what I'm saying? But it's that's that solves our problems. Like, and I that's another thing. Going back to the NFL and the NBA, like. Everybody's saying, arrest the cops, do this, we got to see change, we got to vote. Mm -hmm. Bro, we've been voting for mad long. Has anything got better for black people? Nah. No. What can we do? Economics. That's the number one thing. Economics. Voting, like, that's the thing. That's why I, I feel weird about, uh, weird about the Democratic Party. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to get Trump up out of here. We're going to put Biden in there. Is Biden about to do stuff for black people? Are we about to get reparations? No. Biden and Kamala? Because if you don't stop them, they're going to come out to the Shook Ones Instrumental. I guarantee you. Our, 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 black, our black man. Yo. They're going to come out to the Shook Ones Instrumental. Yo. I guarantee Whoa. you, bro. Remember? So all the killers in the $100 bill. I said it. This is episode two. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is going to come out to Shook Ones Part 2 Instrumental. And I'm going to be looking like, yo, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> I'm not a business. Like I'm saying, no feelings. <laughs> Economics. That is the word of the day. Economics. Oh shit, man. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's jump into the cultural quick. You already know Dame Dollar dropped today his Kobe Bryant tribute called Kobe featuring Snoop Dogg, Long Beach legend. You know, let's talk about this. Is this is this a slapper or he need to be slapped? You know, figure it out. I don't want to slap up? Dame Dollar, but uh shit. Shit trash, man. I'm good. Rest in peace to Kobe. I feel like that's a reach a little bit. The song wasn't bad. Yes, yeah, I don't think it's trash, but like it ain't trash. But I'm, 
I I take I respect it. That shit like room temperature water. <laughs> it's all it's all right. If they sprinkle Travis Scott on it, y'all be saying something different. Are you giving it a double listen? <laughs> that, nigga, that's Travis Scott, nigga, not Snoop Dogg. Not, I mean, but like <laughs> I'm not giving it a double listen, but that don't mean I don't respect the effort. That means it's, it's not good. No, 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 no. It's a Are song you for Kobe. Soup? You listening to it again? <laughs> it's a tribute. Snoop Dogg slander. Oh my Wait, what you said about Snoop? No, it's a tribute. Wait, what happened about Snoop? He said Travis Scott is not Snoop Dogg. He said Snoop Dogg is not Travis. Scott. But like in the current moment, in, in the current mo- moment of sound, like niggas is not trying to hear. I mean, Snoop is Snoop. Like, yeah, but like, nigga, I'm trying to hear a Travis Scott and Dame Dollars like song. Yeah, that, like, that was just a, a Snoop Dogg is making video game songs now. You just gotta charge to the There's game, nigga. Like, that's what it hook, is. Though. The hook is fire. The oh, hook man. is fire. I'm good. It if ain't trash. If y'all not listening to it again, that means it's not good. Are you no, giving no, no, it a no, double no. listen? That does not mean that. Are you giving it another I listened listen? to Drake's last album one time. Nobody's answering the question. It was good to me, but nah, I didn't nigga. revisit because we just get overwhelmed with music. That means like, I don't have time to sit on a Dame record. <laughs> it, barely, it barely got one spin. I didn't even finish it It's the a first tribute time. record. It's not meant to be played for the rest of the time. It's a, it's a, it's a song for the moment. Are you putting uh, that in your DJ set? You a DJ. You putting that in your no. DJ set? Oh, oh, no. I might put it on a playlist. You are put it on a playlist. What, a Kobe tribute playlist? Yeah, all right. There That's you it. Go. That's the only place it's going to live. Current right? music playlist. <laughs> You're not spinning that you're at lying. fucking Lot 45. Yeah, you're so. lying, yeah. bro. Everybody, <laughs> put your put your eights in the air. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> While I play this Kobe song. I leave. <laughs> it's in the easy listening I'm not going to play Can't Stop the Rain. I'm going to play Dame Kobe. <laughs> I'm not trying to listen to Dame Dollar in the club. Nigga, like I just saw that nigga win game seven. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ooh. all right. So oh, best man. rapper, best rappers, right? NBA rappers, you know, in songs. None. So that means uh, going Dang through, dollar. you know, a, a lot of rappers have sat here and made try to make the jump. And you know, I, I play sports, but also I make music too. You know, Dame is the latest and possibly the greatest to do it. Um, who who was honorable mention on this long list of people? None. You know, Morgan mentioned earlier that uh, (laughs) Morgan mentioned earlier that Chris Rubber produced for Nas, and I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Which is (laughs) a whole alkaline out of nowhere that puts that gives me a different. Wait a minute, did he do one song or he was just doing that consecutively? Maybe that's That's, why. Maybe that's why Nas's beats is so one track. That Chris Rubber one. It might have been. This one is a fact. I'm googling this. Hold on. That's Damn. why Nas's beats is trash because Chris Rebel was producing for Nas. Back to the list. We have Shaq. You know, can't stop the rain, and he just dropped a 2020 version with Zero. Oh, God. Was listening to the other day. It's actually pretty good Shaq too. Go. Cut that shit Shaq. off. <laughs> can't stop the rain is fire, but Biggie wrote that. Man, come on, yo, Shaq. I don't want to hear. Shaq man. was going crazy on that. That's not him. There's it no don't way. matter. Shaq had Kazam, and yeah. he was rapping all through the movie. Okay, that shit was lit. Wait, Kazam, Kazam was lit. Kazam was, was lit. Wait a minute, Kazam is a classic. Yes, yes. Was, say it's not. Oh, say it's not. I'm not here. You're Yo, a Kazam a classic. Nigga, Mike, say it. Stop the what? Turn AP's mic off. Stop the cap. Turn Soup's mic off and turn Mike mic's off, man. Stop turn the off. cap. This nigga, Kazam is fire, bro. Kazam is, is a great movie, bro. It's a basketball <laughs> staple. Kazam is a basketball staple. Pull up the trailer. Oh, look at we that. Pull it up now. That man said, Kazam. Kazam. Kazam, I got the whole plan in a gong hit. Gong. Come on, man. Are you, cri- are you kidding me? <laughs> man, the CGI was on point in this movie. Oh, this shit. The CGI was not My on point. My name is Max. I spit on facts. Come on, bro. 
Come on, bro. I would be okay for a remake. Kazan was a fucking classic, bro. On Sega? I'm not playing that. (laughs) All right, Shaq, the the best rapper. Stop the cap. Now, we also have, um, you know, rappers that make the jump into athletes. So, you know, rappers that we know (laughs) hoop, that we know actually hoops in the league. You know, Master P, you know, Mr. Hustle Man himself. Uh, has made the jump and is highly respected as an avid basketball player. What's it? Pull you know, up by everybody. This nigga um, average, it's a couple of it's a couple of rappers that could play ball. You got uh, Quavo from the Migos. He's nice. He ain't making it in the league though. Ma- Master P averaged twenty four points Quavo? per game for the ABA joint. For the Rattlers, Quavo getting cooked. First of all, <laughs> Yo, need Quavo's high. Yeah, I'm high and I'm oh, cooking Quavo. <laughs> Fuck you, me. I ain't even, I'm not even gonna hold you. I saw a picture of uh, Soup Duncan, man. Soup can dunk, but he bro, ain't. He, nah, look. Soup had the ball cocked back like this, bro. Like Soup, an stop NBA the cap. player. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> stop the cap. I'm honest, man. Soup <laughs> might dunk on you. Nah, look, yeah, I'm gonna have to cut this shit out. Like, nah. Soup ain't dunking on me. Bro, Soup <laughs> might dunk on you, bro. Soup been in the gym. That's all I'm gonna say. It don't bro, matter. Soup arm was cocked back, bro. I have, I never seen a regular person do that. That's not got, an got, You call it soup regular? I feel like everybody was scared to say it. I got I got soup. You know, on the, on the street. I got soup beating AP in one on one. I mean, yo, soup. How long he gonna get a, he gonna get a win? But Since like, I was in the tenth grade, bro. The problem is like I I got all these people listening to me make a prediction about my hooping. I'm gonna have to win. This dude Steve went through a pull up Master P. What's this nigga stats? stats? Right? He pulled zero up points. Romeo Miller, Lil <laughs> zero point seven points per game. ITDC College. <laughs> we all remember he was a part of the uh, the deal for DeRozan to go and play Deron DeRozan because Lil, Lil Romeo was a uh, oh, DeRozan friend. Oh, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. He played AU with him. That's this was the same crazy. time around Lil B tried to make it on the, um, the Warriors. Lil B Kahoot, though. <laughs> so now we have J. Cole deciding at 35, it's time for him to pursue his basketball yeah. desires mm-hmm. at 35. Now, being realistic, right, 0.04% of basketball players in existence have a shot of playing in the NBA. It's only nearly under 500 slots in the NBA. So that is a realization that I was given in high school, you know, that literally 0.04% of people trying to play and chase this dream are actually going to even be in the right space and have the right connections, the right political clout, the right talent, the right raw ability, the right measurements to be able to even play in the league, right? J. Cole said, oh, I am going to now (laughs) defy the odds at 35 years old and become a basketball player. He's getting cooked. Quinn Cook is going to cook him. Daquan Cook, we're going to go find him off and one mixtapes. He's going to get like, yo, I don't see J. Cole... Holding up on this And I may sound like a hater Or whatnot Like J. Cole is a regular nigga I will, be, I will play ball with at the park Like right. that's I'm not And I'm not gonna say That he's not nice This nigga's just nice It's just at the park But that's what J. Cole is he is. really nice though I seen a nah, couple he nice, he nice. He, he, I seen he some Black Ops highlights He, he like nice, bro. He, he hit some jumpers But like The handles look suspect This nigga Rennie said that shit Like he be hooping with him He was like he's nice. You know when players Are usually 35 Bro you on your way out you're usually on your way LeBron out. LeBron is 35. LeBron is 35. He's on his way out soon. And you ain't... All I'm saying is you're not, even, you're not getting burned in Dykeman. You go playing Dykeman <laughs> or something, you're not getting burned. You're going to get cooked there. Wow. 
Wow. Corey Fisher, you got what you got you got you got guard uh Edgar Sosa decided mm. to play. Don't let Kemba decide to, to pull up. You're gonna have to guard him. It's mm. not gonna be about size. Mm. You're not guarding nobody that's like near your size at that at that level. And you think you're 35, you're just gonna turn it on? You're not even you're not Jordan. Yeah. There's no button for you. That's cool, you ball, but it's because you're J. Cole. That's that we even care that you play ball. But if you didn't have your name, we wouldn't care. You're, you're, you know, we're seeing highlights. We'd be like, all right, this nigga's trash. Yeah, like, cool. Like, you're not dunking, no niggas. Oh, you're not snatching quarters off so top of the backboard. Oh. You're, you're a better basketball player Absolutely. than J. Cole. Absolutely. Then that means I'm also a better wow. basketball player than wow. J. Cole because I'm a better <laughs> basketball player than that means That means that is I'm. So I can probably I can make the Pistons roster. I'm playing behind D Rose. Stop the cap. I'll be the first <laughs> to say the Stop Knicks. The cap. I know why you didn't pick this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, why you gotta bring up my Knicks, man? You see the Knicks. Yo, Steve, I know why we on, didn't man. pick Steve. this nigga AP. I know why we gave him lottery Steve, tickets. Don't let them do this he wasn't me, worth the money. I get it. <laughs> Yo, Steve, nah, come on, bro. Don't let him talk. Yo, but you know what I'm saying, AP. Like, yeah, like, look, like he he's a regular ball player in the park. Like yeah, he's like, not yeah. playing the, in at, at that elite level and think you're just gonna turn. He it mad on. nice, but it's like, bro, like you, bro. These niggas are doing this shit. All day, every day, with the Religiously. best physical uh, trainers in the game. Even bro. now, Kobe did, and there's a there's a quarantine. Niggas is only working out all day. Cole, you not work, you not catching up to these dudes. This Trace. dude's is like reading Kobe books. Like Kobe woke up at three and was done at seven, and he worked out again at nine. He was done at eleven. That's two done. And he still worked out two more times and then slept. Soup like, is going and people in, bro. is trying to do that. Soup going yeah, in. It's disrespectful to Trey Young. Like Trey Young is like, world. look at this nigga trying to try out. Like exactly, I mean, he gonna get slaughtered in the league just because it's like, even if he made the Pistons roster, like every point guard or whoever position he's playing is gonna destroy this. Player. You telling me like, a, oh, a look matchup at this rapper, situation, nigga, a matchup situation, and y'all sitting here like, say, say J Cole gets on a good team, right, from the tryout and. Bro, they playing against li- look. They playing against a good team. You tell me the coach ain't saying, "Hey, we going to we getting that switch on Cole." Fuck that. We getting buckets right here. Barbecue chicken. We got a yeah. mismatch down yeah. there. You thought we was gonna teach you special? Y'all could never no, guest star on, on first take. Y'all could never be a guest star on on first take. I don't give a fuck about no first take, nigga. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> this, this ain't first take, nigga. Oh, Fox Sports. Fox Sports, whatever. Nigga, they can come kick it with us. Like, this is the KOP. First take, nigga. First, first take. First take. Last take, nigga. No look pass. <laughs> Thanks for listening to No Look Pass. Shout out to Anchor, our platform. Shout out to BH, forever holding us down. Head over to streetdreams.co find more info. And of course, follow us on streetdreams.radio on Instagram. This is your host, More Soup Please, alongside Shooters, Mike Nasty, AP the Angel, and Rennie. Till the next time, peace.